Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Big Trust, woo-woo, the man getting mentions on Moose and Maggie, even, Chris Bizignano. Uh, all right, dude, so heading into this weekend, the Giants, it's week 17, and we have meaningful football. Um, but for the third week in a row, Chris, and I say it kind of tongue-in-cheek, for the third week in a row, the Giants were completely outclassed in every phase of the game. And I, I think yesterday was the worst of the three, no? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jerry. Um, after that first drive, it looked like like an, an A-ball team facing the Yankees, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you kind of had that feeling like they didn't belong on the same field with these guys. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, you, and you're seeing what happens in December, Jerry, with these good teams. They kick it up another notch, dude. Yep. They kick it up another notch. Yeah. When they smell in those playoffs and fighting for – well, in this case for the Ravens, fighting for a wild card spot, you know, um, the talent level kicks up another gear, and the Giants are just not there. Yeah, they just not they just not there with some of these teams. And yet, sometimes you know you could play a heck of a game, you could maybe out scheme a team, and you like the Seattle game and say, okay, well we beat, the, you know. But you're seeing what's going on in December. They're getting that, you know, what handed to them, you yeah, know. Yeah. And yesterday, they just got their butts whipped, Jerry. You know, you see, you, you read Twitter, and, you know, and most of the stuff on Twitter is ridiculous. You know, oh, Graham, Graham lost this. He stinks now. You know, Judge is lost, losing his loss to Jones stinks. This guy stinks. Everybody, you know, they just got whipped, dude. They're just not talented enough. And, and Yeah, whipped. I mean, they won four in a row. We felt good, and we thought, hey, you know what? Maybe this team can do something. And then we got smacked back to reality when we played superior teams. Like, yesterday to me was just... This yesterday, yesterday was just the Ravens against the Giants in every sense. The front office, the coaching, the talent, you name it, all across the board. Like, the Ravens are kind of one of those model franchises, dude. Ozzie Newsome, mm. those guys have been drafting great forever. John Harbaugh's a great coach. And, and, you know, Judge is doing what he can with this team. It is what it is. Like, I wasn't surprised. But, again, just like the Browns game, Chris, that game, two minutes in, I'm like, we're going to get smoked. We're just, we have no shot to win today. It is, that's it. Yeah, you know, a couple of things, Jerry. Um, you actually, you know, you talk about the Ravens and their fran- model franchising. You couldn't be more spot on, dude. Yeah. We all, right? I mean, you actually emailed me something we were talking about <clears throat> Pro Bowl picks the last three years, right? Yeah. yeah. Draft, drafts, yep. and you, you were, you did a, a excellent workup on each team, and who, of course, who led, <laughs> yeah. who led the league in three draft picks in the last three years and made the Pro Bowl with the Ravens. And right? think about that, right? Think about that for one second. If you get a Pro Bowler a year, you, you have a model franchise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's unbelievable, right? Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, sometimes I, I just don't quite get what the Ravens offense has been a buzzsaw lately. So you win the toss and you kick off to them, right? Why? 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 You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, you want to try to jump on the Ravens. That's how you beat them. You kind of try to jump on them. Let Lamar do things he doesn't want to do, like that running. You know, or maybe some. You know, they want to run first. They get Lamar in his own reads and all that. So you try to maybe jump on them first, right? Right. So what do we do? You know, it's like uh, we kick off to them. They go right down the field, no problem at all. They took it right to them. They were smacking them off the line of scrimmage. Yep. They were getting off the edges. Okay, Lamar had about 55 seconds to throw that touchdown to Marquise Brown. They did their same exact route last week inside the 20s. 
it's not rocket science, but when you have 15 seconds to throw the ball, guy, you know that deep cross is going to get open. You know. Yeah. And then when you got guys breaking down on their zones, like Isaac Yerum did, and you know, and then any other touchdown there uh, to Dez, where guys are confused in there, you know, of course Lamar all the time in the world, you know, and but after that first drive, it was like, oh, we're in major trouble. But yeah. you know, why, why even give him the ball? Try, take and see if you could do something, you know. But that's not what cost him the game. I'm just making a point of like, you know. You give them the ball, they go right down the field. They hit you with a couple of gut punches, and it looked like they just couldn't recover from there. No, I, I see. I I agree 100%. And when you see Graham Gano like, getting ready to kick off, he's like, Giants won the toss, they defer. You're like, oh, why? I, I wanted to hear at least if we're kicking off that they won the toss. Okay, just – but no, we're deferring. It's like, oh, here we go. We're going to kick to their strength. We're going to give them the ball first, have them a chance to go right down the field. We barely resisted. And like you said, let's, jump, let's try and at least jump on them and make them play from behind. Maybe – Lamar rushes something. I don't know. He he forces a pass that he normally wouldn't because they're behind seven or three nothing, whatever. But I I agree 100% with you. I had, I did not understand why we kicked off. That aside, one of the guys that we wanted to look at, well, I mentioned two, um, and I just want to touch on this now: Julian Love and Isaac Yadam. And I said I'd like to look at Julian Love to see how badly do we really need a second corner. And you tweeted right away, like Patrick Graham, like, will you please? put Julian Love in or something to that, something to that effect. And it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, because yeah. he's a golden domer. It's because we still, I still don't know what we have with this kid. I don't know what he is. And it's going to be year three next year. And it's not like Yedem was, Yedem had a bad game. And it, it's kind of, it kind of came back down to earth. Like we didn't like him at first. They were coaching him up. He started playing okay. And the past few games, it's like, all right, well, he's been exposed a bit. Yesterday he was really exposed. So I don't understand. I don't understand why he didn't make that change at all. Yesterday, yeah. if he did, it was later, and I didn't see it. But I don't know why he didn't oh. make that change. I didn't see it either. Yeah. I just saw him get some snaps as a safety. You know, right? Uh, I just thought, like you said, Jerry. Oh, he went back to you know the, the Bradbury Yidam combination. Okay, but then when he's missing tackles left and right, 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 and, and, and he's not handling his responsibility in the zone on a touchdown, and you say, oh, well, okay, you gushed about love last week. You know, why don't you put him in? You know what I mean? Get him in there. Look, Jerry, uh, you know, obviously they had they had um, a very good stretch run right. of playing good football, real well coached games, anything like that, right? Right. So that doesn't mean now that they, you know, they're all for the last three and all that. And Jerry, you know, you could question some things now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you can. It's like, yeah, I, I, that's one of them. Right. Okay, you really like the way he loved, he played last week, so you go with Yidam for 60 plays again? If, don't get me wrong. If he wasn't struggling, okay, I see. The guy was struggling, dude, right? Yeah, he was. He was yesterday. Okay, okay. I mean, the Lemieux kid, he can't. he's not good in pass protection. Yeah. And he's playing 50 snaps, and Hernandez is playing this and that, and everybody. I mean, if you look at... Everybody in the media, everybody's like, okay, like, why is Lemieux playing three times the amount of snaps? What is he doing so special to be playing that much of a Hernandez, right? Right. And I get it. He likes him more. But, Jerry, when you know you're going to have to throw the ball, when you're down 20 to 3, right? right? And he struggles at pass, but Will Hernandez is clearly better than him in pass protection. Clearly. Yeah, by a mile. Why is he in the game still? I, I'll give you another one. And maybe, maybe this wasn't brought up, right? Yesterday I saw, and I, I looked at your stat sheet that you put out. Or, or I think it was yours that you, or you, maybe you sent it to me. The stat sheet, the, the, you, you, not the stat sheet. You put out, you write the stats yourself on Twitter. Well, one of them that I looked up was David Mayo 
Got 44 snaps yesterday, no tackles, right? Why was he lined up on the edge so much yesterday? Like, that was a new wrinkle that I never saw before. Maybe I wasn't paying attention all along. Uh, and it didn't work at all. I mean, why wouldn't Carter Coughlin play more in that spot? Like, that, to me, I saw that. Like, again, these aren't things that are going to change the entire game, but they can't hurt. I mean, David Mayo, 44 snaps, no tackles. I, Chris, I've, I've never seen a stat like that before. Maybe, there, maybe that happens more, <laughs> but he's a middle linebacker or, or he's just, how about, he's a linebacker to have no tackles? You gotta be kidding yeah, me. I th- they thought he was gonna be able to seal that edge better than anybody else. They put him and Crowder out there a lot, and they both got destroyed. Out destroyed. There, dude. Yep. I mean, I, I I haven't watched the whole. Excuse me, I haven't watched the whole film yet, but I did watch the first quarter, and I put that on Twitter. Like they were just getting destroyed in the edges, dude. Right. They were just getting destroyed. Right. You know, um, a lot of times they went with three down linemen, a male on like say say the left side over the right side, and they were running the other way. Oh. Uh, they got schooled coaching wise yesterday too, Jerry. They, did. they really did. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. They, it was a, it was a a beat down in every facet. Yep. You know, Jerry, I, look, I, you know, last week during the week I said, well, this is something they've been doing now with J.K. Dobbins, this little jet, right? Yep. They did it. I mean, they <laughs> did it a couple of times right. yesterday, and it looked like the Giants had no idea. Bewildered what that by play. It. They were getting huge chunks with it. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, uh, look, they missed Kyle Fackrell. They've they've missed him because he's pretty good on that edge. He could seal a little bit way better than anybody they have now. Yes. You know? Yeah. They have had injuries, and it's really affecting now. Now, and Jerry, let's face it, dude. Let's face it. You know, a lot of Patrick Graham's success is his pre and post snap disguises, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know, Jerry. You tell me. Like the last three weeks, it looks like teams have figured this out. They have. Ever since the Seattle game, they figured it out. It seems like they figured this out. Yep. You know? And and you said, like, I, I get why he plays zone. But like you said, I think you're, you're tweeting it during these games. Like, all right, Patrick, we get it. Like, you're, like, you got to break this soon. Like, we're just getting, we're getting, for, Cleveland, it was really bad where Mayfield just methodically went down the field. Yesterday right. was a complete joke. I mean, it was, it was terrible. And they're not getting a pass rush at all. And I, I get that you don't want to blitz. I understand that. But if your guys aren't getting there and he, Lamar Jackson has six, seven seconds to throw, you're just, you're going to, that's what's going to happen. Exactly what happened yesterday. Well, Jerry, that's why I put that out there. Look, 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 you're getting lane basted with this strategy. Right. Look, guess what? Do something different here. Right. Play a little tight, man. Send some guys after Lamar. If he gets out of there, guys are backs a turn because they're in man and he goes for 20 yards. Okay, he's doing it anyway. Right. That's all I was saying. He's like, Pat, and they, you know, look, look, he, he, once again, like last week against Cleveland, he came out and mixed it up a little bit more in the second half, and he only had that one touchdown in the second half. But it, it's a look, I'm not going to get on Grant, but it's like, you know, okay, like Judge said today, well, we, we did some personnel adjustments at halftime and this and that, but yeah. we really can't wait to halftime, Judge was saying. Well, you're right. Joe, you're right, Joe. Oh. Judge, Coach Judge, you know, and Coach Graham, it's like, guys. The game was over at halftime. I mean, we, we, had a, we had a staff that made adjustments at halftime. It was the Pat Shermer staff. James yeah. Betcher made adjustments at halftime when the game was out of reach. Guys, you're in here now. Like One of the things that I liked about Judge and Graham, they made adjustments mid-game or, or, or during the first or second quarter, not at halftime. And stop telling us that now. Like, oh, well, we made adjustments at halftime. Yeah, guys, the, the game was out of reach by then. We had, a, we had a, a regime that did that already. It doesn't work. We expect more now. So I, you're right. Like, you don't want to kill the coaching staff because Graham's done, and I think they're doing a lot with what they have here. But mm-hmm. the past few weeks, they've been exposed a bit. 
Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna look. We're not. We're not here. We're not killing the coaches. There. The bottom line is this, Jerry. This whole organization, after this game, yeah. realize how much they're off from being a top flight contender. Okay. Yep. Because yep. when you look at the Ravens, you look at a team that's a contender, and okay? they're and they're struggling to get in the playoffs, dude. And they might not even make. Unbelievable. Well, you know what? That loss yesterday by I forgot who it was. Oh, tennis? No. I forgot who it was, but I think if they win, they're in now, right? I think. Anyway, the point being, like you said, they're struggling to get in, right? Yeah. yeah. At ten and five. Yeah. And oh, the and, Browns. The Browns helped them, no? Right. That's right. The Jets. When the Jets beat yeah. the Browns, right? The Jets, baby. Yeah, you break up those Jets, man. So, <laughs> so, um, that's uh, the point is, Jerry, is that nothing. Uh, look, it was nothing more, really, nothing less. Yeah. Look, we're not saying, hey, we lost this game because. Uh, Graham schemes judge uh, didn't have the guys ready, which is not, which is ridiculous. You know, all Garrett and all that. They got smoked by a better team that came out. They, they ran into a buzzsaw, a team that's, you know, that's so much better than them, Jerry. Right. So much better than them. And they got beat up, you know, they just got beat up bad, man. And it was a real eye opener. Yep. Because you look at the giants, you look at the Ravens, you say, wow, we're not even really near these guys, man. Yeah, you know it shows you the long way to the long way that this team has to go. Yet, I mean, we we always say like, oh, they need they need a second corner, an edge rusher, um, wide receiver, tight end, and and they'll be there. And I think they will. I think you can you can upgrade a lot this offseason, But you just looked at that organization yesterday and thought, well, that's that's where we want to be. We want to be in a position where when we play the inferior teams, we beat the crap out of them, and that's exactly what the Ravens did to us. And, and that's it. That's that's a goal of ours now. You have to. This and roster Jerry, needs to be upgraded. And Jerry, you know, um, let's look at the offense. Yeah. Um, stop. You know, everybody. Oh, you know, I know a lot of people. Oh, look at Jones. He can't do it, guys. I mean, are we really going to evaluate Daniel Jones on what's happening the last? Few and Chris, weeks? I think that's frustrating. I just want to stay on that. Like that's a frustrating yeah. aspect of it because it is. You're right. It's such an unfair assessment of Jones this year. Like for those people who want to move on or who aren't sure. This year showed them nothing because he's got receivers that can't get open and the line is inconsistent at best and subpar. Probably they're probably mostly well, I don't say subpar, but they're they're inconsistent. Yeah, oh, oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll follow up when you're done. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. That's what I mean. Like, no, you, Jeremy, that's yeah. subpar. Yeah. They had a nice little stretch, right? Where they played good football. Yeah. Football for the most part. Jerry, they want pace to give up over fifty sacks again. Yeah. They 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 right now, they have, like I said. They started the year pretty subpar. We know that. They mm. had a nice little stretch there, and now they're back to being horrific. Yeah, they are. Let's face it. I mean, yesterday when, when he got sacked three times in a row, it was almost comical. Like, oh, my I God. Mean, the kid's got no chance. None. Zero. Uh, you know, he, he's got – I mean, they've given up 48 sacks. You figure Dallas – you know, they want pace by Dallas to give up – probably get a couple. So you figure they might give up 50 again, right? right. That's all. Jerry – that's a lot of sacks, dude. Oh yeah, that's that's like that's like David Carr territory. Yeah, right. you know, and when and beginning of the year when Jones obviously before the hammy the hamstring injury, how many did Jones get the hell out of there? Avoid more. Right. Yeah. So let, let, let's say what it is. You yeah. know, we were had there was hopes for this line. It looked they were coming along, and boom, they've taken a big step backwards. And, and Dave Guglielmo and all his tough guy talk, they've done nothing under him. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I always say, like, it's more than three or four positions. Like, this is why best player available. Like, if a stud guard like a Quentin Nelson becomes available in the – is the guy – say the guy's there in the draft. 
you got to you need to upgrade guard too. Like we're not like set, right? You don't look at that line and go, "All right, we're good here." Like I just there's none of that on this team. There's no position really. Oddly enough, maybe you feel that way about quarterback, but like when you're talking about how to improve this team, there's so many different areas to go, you know, via free agency in the draft that if a if a stud guy is there, even at guard, you have to consider it because of what's there now. It's just that's the reality. And Jerry Kevin Zeitler is by far and away the best guard in his team over Lemieux and, and Hernandez, right? Head and shoulders above him. Yeah. Head and shoulders mm-hmm. better than these guys. So, you know what? Guess what? You pay Kevin that $12 million, whatever his cap is yeah. next year, he yeah. comes back. Figure it out, guys. You got to bring Figure him back. Figure it out. Yep. Figure it out because what are you going to do if you lose him? <laughs> Pray. I mean, the only way you could lose him is, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you get a salary cap hit. You know right. what I mean? Right. But you can't afford to do that right now. He's the best, he's the best offensive lineman on the team. Yep. By a mile. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as far as getting back to Jones, yeah. how are you evaluating this kid? He's got no breakout receiver. Jerry, you know, you look at last night, and you're watching Aaron Rodgers, and you look at a Devontae Adams, oh, right? Yeah. A true number one receiver in this league. Yeah. Right? Yep. And he's a guy he's bracketed a lot. He's getting open all over the field. It doesn't matter if there's two guys on him. They go, man, if they bracket or if they cover shell two all over the top, if they bracket, whatever the hell it might be, he don't give two flying craps. He still gets open. <laughs> yeah, he, he, got open he got open in the end zone last night. They bracketed him in the end zone. Rodgers rolled to his left a little bit. He did a little improvision, broke to his left, right, touchdown. Yep. Okay? Catches the ball in the worst of conditions with tight coverage, everything. I, it's amazing. So what I'm saying is that Jones doesn't have this, dude. No. All right? Shep is a solid number two guy. And if he had a true number one, Shep would even be even better. He would elevate his game even more. Yeah. If Shep was on the Packers, right? Yeah. Now, I don't want to make a comparison because we know Rodgers is one of the best of all time. I understand. But just think about if Shep had a true number one opposite him, like Adams. How much better would Shep be, Jerry? I, I think he's the quintessential um, slot receiver. I think he's perfect for that role. I think he'd be, well, I think he'd be so much better. Right. We're evaluating Jones, and is he perfect in his game? No. Yeah. I thought he missed some things I said, but you know, see, Judge was praising him again today. Yeah. Standing in there, he was getting drilled, throwing balls yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One time, him and Shep, Shep's doing a little curl, a little, a, a little hook route, and Jones throws a go. Because they had zero coverage, and Shep's supposed to run a go there, and right. he does a curl, and Shep admitted he ran the wrong route. Yeah. You know, but people, I saw people right away, you know, I, you know, I laugh. Like, people, oh, what kind of throw was that by Jones? He, he stinks. I'm like, guys, you have no idea what you're talking about. It wasn't even Jones's fault. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah. Yep. And you're going to evaluate this kid? Yeah, and, and, and like, and not to pick on the guy, but, like, guys, the Austin Mack experiment, like, this is why you need to upgrade a wide receiver. Like, yesterday, I mean, Jones put one right between the eight and the one. It was the, it was the first series. It was the first down. And, like, God, we can't even get anything going. We can't even get a first down. They had four offensive plays in the first quarter. Like, this is – I mean, everyone knows this. I mean, it's all over Twitter that everybody wants to upgrade receiver. But this is why you can't judge Jones because he has nothing to work with. I can't believe I'm saying this, but – I'm excited if Golden Tate comes back this week, Chris, because I just think at least he's a name. And I know that's insane, but at least it's a threat. Like, I, I don't know. I know all, I know he's not there next year, but for, for one week, who the hell knows, man? I, it, it's something coming back. Like, they need such a spark in this, in this passing game. And 
Ah, you're not getting it, Jerry. I know. I know. <laughs> it's 15 games, dude. You're not getting it. I know. You know, look, not a, not a, the Cowboys. Is, I'm not even going to say. No, nah, don't worry about it. I'm not even going to say about the Cowboys are struggling on the back end. Because yeah, because so it's not going to happen. You're going to talk because about so it all week. Hot, right, Jerry? Okay, Chris, you say this every week. No, you no. Every week, you're, every week you don't do it. So forget it. I'm not Unfortunately, saying Unfortunately, you don't call plays. You're not going to, you're going to talk about it all week. And I'm going to be like, yeah, he's right. And then I can see it once. So it doesn't matter. So forget about it. They, all of a sudden, they started to go. They went a little vertical when the game was out of reach yesterday. Yep. I mean, they did, Jerry, they did exactly what I said they were going to do. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But you look at like a Stefanski and the Browns, and they were challenging those back shoulder fades early against them. They're like, okay, you 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 want to come up and play, man? Watch this, you know? Yeah. And I, that's why I was putting on Twitter, hey, challenge these guys right off the bat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But no, first pass of the game, a little curl route. I mean, Anthony Everett jumps the route, knocks it down. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's not a Football is a team sport. You you can never say, oh, it's a this one coordinator's fault. It's a combination of everything. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit here and go, well, this offense is 31st in the league, and they they can't score 20 points because it's all Garrett. I, no, it's not fair. Chris, you know? just stay on it's this. Just stay on this point one second. I I, I want to give a word for our sponsor. All right, guys. Uh, here's a word from my bookie. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday, baby, with MyBookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payoff. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. And the Jets are living proof of that. Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use our promo code G-I-A-N-T to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start in your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your first deposit. Stacked UFC cards. As you know, the presidential prop bets, but you can't bet those anymore because that's over. All the major sports and more. Sign up today begin with to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we're back. Um, I want to get on Garrett because you brought it up. Chris, am I oversimplifying it when I look at the stats and I've said this, I think three weeks in a row, the giants running game averages four point, whatever a carry. And I always see now 12, 14, 17 rushes these last three weeks. The score does not become 20 to three, two minutes into the game, <laughs> right? Like just because we're down seven, it and doesn't they didn't give mean, up a sack in the first half either. <laughs> right? It doesn't mean you have to throw on every first down then run on second, and then you have third and whatever, third and long. It's like, why do we get away from the run so quickly? It's like we give up. It's 7 nothing. Come on. Am yeah, I wrong? Nah, listen, Jerry, you're right. Uh, it's a combination of just a lot of things that it's just not working right, Jerry. And I'm going to say it again, dude. Yeah. They're going to finish 31st in the league in offense. Yeah. Unless they get 1,500 yards against the Cowboys Sunday, uh, which I don't expect. 
Oh, dude. Okay. I was drinking water. I just spit it out. Right. <laughs> They're gonna, you know what I mean? That oh, my God. Six, six notches Sunday by getting 1,500 yards at the Cowboys, okay? Uh. The point being <laughs> is that, look, um, you, when you finish 31st in the league, yeah. you're going to have to, you know, when John Mara brings you in, when Gettleman brings you in, or whatever it might be, end of the year, end of the year wrap-up meetings, yeah. um, if they don't make the playoffs, you know, they'll give him one. They still could make these playoffs. Unbelievable. We'll talk about that, we'll talk about that in a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, you're going to have to say, well, what are we doing with the offense here? Are we sticking with this guy? You know, I know it's not all Jason and all that. You know, there's a lot of execution. Guys just don't execute. We understand. But what are we doing, Joe? We did finish averaging 290 yards a game in, this today, in today's NFL. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Jerry, to me, I, I've mentioned this before, the whole body of work. The off, I, you know, I know you don't want to give Jones three guys in three years, but there will be off-season programs. Oh, but, but, but Chris, I'm willing to give him three in three years when I know the second one's not working out. I mean. I agree, Jerry, I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I agree with you. You know, so he's taking a step back behind without Shermer. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of things. Look, Barkley getting hurt early in the year that hurts. Yeah, that really does. He opens things up. Mm -hmm. You know, not having that true number one hurts. Right. The offensive line hurts. Guys just not executing. I I mean, I pointed out last week against the Browns, two two red zone opportunities. McCoy can't hit guys. You know. Right. I get it. Like I always say, it's it's not just one guy. It's a combination of everything. But it's still a coordinator and his body of work. And I just don't see how you bring this guy back, dude. I just don't. But we'll get into that more, you know, Jerry. Um, uh, because right now, I mean, the offense is just putting up horrific numbers and is setting records and not good records. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I have no faith when the offense takes the field. It's embarrassing. Yeah. There's so many things I didn't expect. I thought that I thought Garrett loved the tight ends. I mean, I know. <laughs> Everybody jumps on Ingram, but it just seems like we don't, we still don't use them properly for as many balls as the guy drops. I get it, but we still don't seem to, I've never, I mean, he's not on a seam route ever. Like does Daniel Jones hate throwing the seam? Is that why it's not in the playbook? I don't see it ever. I mean, you know, how about, how about doing those little wheels off the line of scratch? Right. Like, like Darren Wallet does. On the right. Raiders. Yes. Oh, that guy. Well, he's you know I mean? absolute stud. I mean, Ed, Evan's got the same speed as Darren Wallet. Now, now. Now, okay, so if you run out, look, he tried that yesterday in a third and three. Yeah. Well, Shep, honestly, Shep did a little out. He was wide open when he got the first down. But Jones went to, he went to Ingram. Ingram runs like a sloppy route. You know, it, yeah. it's like, it's like not a smooth route. Yeah. Um, I forget who the hell was on the coverage, but I think it was Chuck, Clark, I think it was Chris Clark. He got the inside leverage on him, pushed him out towards the boundary a little bit. These are the little things, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Evan just is not smooth with that. He's not, you know, know, but you have to keep giving him those shots, dude. Right. You know, uh, the four-yard curls, uh, we see the little flat Yeah, that's not going to do anything. That's, he's not Jason Witten, right? That's a Jason Witten route. But look, it, the whole thing's a mess on the offensive side of the ball. We know that, Jerry. The whole thing is a mess. really is. Slayton is, you know, he's, you know, he's just not, you know, they're just not doing it. And then Jones in the second half, the Ravens just pinned their ears back. Yep, went after they're still They're having problems with twist up front. Yep. Guys getting bit. Pert's really struggling. The kid looked really good at the beginning of the year. We're like, pencil, let this kid play right tackle. He he's out. He could be our guy next year. Now you look at it and say, well, now he's going to have to fight in camp because he's struggling towards the end of the year, yep. you know? Yep. Um, the Muse struggles up front. Now, uh, you know, he struggles in pass protection at times. Guys just get beat one-on-ones, you know. Um, 
So Jones, you know, look, you can't just sit here and say, oh, no, no, he's no good. We got to get rid of him. You can't evaluate this kid, you know, with what's going on here, man. I'm sorry. You can't. Well, even yesterday, right? Like, I watch the game, and then I look at I look at your tweets, and I say, is he thinking the same thing I am? And the one where he completed the pass over the middle to Slayton, I don't know. Did Slayton think, like, he had to, to kneel down and stop the clock or something? Like, he went down, and then I, I, I'm like, what the hell was that? And then I think you tweeted, like, um, he had a lot of room to run there, no? Or something like that. And it was <laughs> yeah. just like, God, even when we complete a pass, we can't run. Like, what the hell was that? I, look, man, I don't want to just pick on that. And it's just like you said, man, it's everything. It's, yeah. it's everything. And we can't even judge this kid now other than, wow, he's really tough. He can take a beating. <laughs> I mean, and he's got nine touchdowns, nine picks, but... Geez, you know what? You know where I can judge him, Chris? He doesn't fumble when he's hit anymore. How about that? He has improved there, right? Well, Jerry, that, look, and he's not throwing interceptions really anymore, right? Right. right. So that's a positive. It thing, is a positive. You know? Yeah, totally. So get the kid a little bit of an offensive line. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, get him a get him a damn guy that could get open a lot. And and yeah. that's why I said free agency and the draft. You can't. I. You, we need to. Oh, Jerry. I listen, dude. I agree 100. percent A lot yeah. of people say, "Oh, you got to get that one receiver." Like, and you said a couple weeks ago, "No, I, I really want two. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yep. Uh, listen, can it happen? I don't know. We'll see. It's not. You know. It's not that easy. But uh, you can't look at this team and say, "Oh, we only need one guy." You know. Come on. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, but uh, but I'll settle for the one. Difference maker, Jerry, like like Justin Jefferson has been a difference maker for the Vikings this year. So if if the Giants lose Sunday and they got a top, like, I think you put it on Twitter today. It could even be top three, three. now, right? It's, it's, like that, yeah, it, it could be as high as three if things fall the right way. My guess is it would be five or six, but it could be as high as three. Okay, so you could look at three or six or eight, whatever that yeah. F it might be, right? If they yeah. lose, if they don't make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be a decision Gettleman and the organizations have to make. Well, what are we, you know, but the point I'm making is that, you know, these kids that come out of today, Jerry, I mean, these kids are really well-defined. They're like, like the kid like Jefferson, they're, they're like difference makers already. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. We're going to see know, one. We're going to see one Sunday, too. We're going to see one Sunday. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah, C.D. Lamb. I mean, yeah. look what he's doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's having a pretty solid year. I mean, these kids come out today and they're running – professional route trees and stuff, Jerry, because of these college programs, you know, the, what the, they run so many, like, you know, uh, uh, passing offenses, off, uh, NFL type offenses, a lot of out of shotgun, you know, the whole deal, you know, so yeah. I, you know, that's going to be a decision they make. I think the organization knows how we feel, right? Jerry, we want that guy yeah. <laughs> to help Jones out. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I know we're looking ahead a little bit, but it's going to be between the edge guy and the receiver. Or we'll see which way they go, right? Right. And I, I and I think you still have to go with who you have higher on the board. If, if you have a yeah, uh, the kid from uh, Parsons from Penn State, say, say you have him higher than Chase, then you go Parsons, or vice versa. If you have Chase higher, you go you, you stick to your board. But the Giants need so much. That's the I guess the beauty, quote unquote, of of a team that needs a lot. You can go with the best player available. But I was going to say. Uh, with regard to the receivers, like I'd be happy, like if they take a chase or the guy, the, the kid you love from Alabama, what the hell's his name? Yeah, Devontae. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, and if they like added like a Jamison Crowder type, I'd be ecstatic. Jamison Crowder is better than every receiver we have. Sorry, I mean I, on the outside. Sorry, it is. He is. Like if they added Crowder, I'd be like, all right, that's awesome. Now let's get the kid in the draft. And all of a sudden, the, you know, a, a, a Chase or a Smith coupled with Slayton, Shepard, and a Crowder. All right. I can I can deal with that. 
Then then Jones has some weapons. Well, yeah. Look, I just I just think it's a real big need. Uh, so the point that Sorry. we're make, we're trying to make everybody is that you can't truly evaluate Jones here, man. You know, mm-hmm. get this kid an offensive line. He's got to get a weapon. And Saquon's back next year, and we'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and that's huge too, it, man. We, I, yeah, we, he's been out so long, we almost forget. Like, and, and and folks, yeah, it really is huge, Jerry. It really is. Jeez. You know, and 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 folks, just remember, you know, a prime example that of you know it could be a Baker Mayfield where everybody was down on Baker the first two years. They wanted him out of Cleveland. They thought he was a bust, right? So yeah. many people. Yep. Well, they went out and they got him an offensive line. Okay, mm-hmm. and and he's been a different quarterback this year. Yep, and don't forget Odell's been out for a long time. You right. know, uh, you know. So, you know, the point being is that you, you're gonna, you know, you, once again. Now, does you know we'll get into it's gonna be an interesting podcast after the season if they don't make the playoffs, Jerry, because you know what we're gonna be talking about, you know. And it, I can't, I go back and forth on it all the time, but that's that's the reality, dude. That's the reality. Well, the reality is that you know, once look like you know, beginning of the year was like, nice job, Dave. The offensive line's horrific. Then they got better. It was like, okay, Dave Bills, and now it's back to, I know, well, what are we doing here? You right, know what I mean, right? Right, and, so, and, and for those of you who say we're, we're Gettleman homers or we hate Gettleman, which is hilarious, if they're saying both. Then we must be doing something right because we're probably um, constructive. We're, we're giving constructive criticism. You know, I I just want the Giants to win again, right? And so does Chris and every Giants fan. I, we don't have an agenda with Dave Gettleman, but it just seems like. And and you're right, Chris. It's like I I go back and forth in my head. I can't imagine what the Maras go through with this guy. Like I'm thinking, like you said, four game winning streak. All right, he's doing a good job. Now the last three weeks, wow, we are talent deprived. Got to make the move. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, but look, you know, a lot of guys contributed from this draft. We talked about Jones, yeah. and just quickly before we get to the defense, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I think I don't know if you're with me, but I still gonna stay with it that Gettleman deserves another year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, Jerry. I guess you're still up in the air about it. Um, I, I, I change every day. <laughs> I, my my prediction at the beginning of the season in writing was that Gettleman would step aside, quote unquote, and that they'd promote Kevin Abrams, and and. The fact that they they did the the uh, the contract with Logan Ryan helped. I mean, I I think you said it like, well, if he's if he's uh, negotiating with these guys and extending guys, it's gonna be a good sign for Gettleman. Could be a good sign for Abrams too. Does he deserve yeah. the comeback? I, I gotta be honest with you, Chris. I know this sounds insane. I gotta see what happens Sunday, and I know that's nuts because okay. it should be it should be determined already, and one game should never decide it. But I, the reality is, it's like. Well, if they make the playoffs, even if it's six and ten, I, I don't know, Chris. I, yeah. I I really don't. I know tough, people are gonna right? get, tough. Yeah, and people are gonna get mad at me for that. Like, but like the twenty twenty draft was a good one. You have, I think what even Brunson was activated. He didn't play, but you got eight guys contributing, and that's with McKinney. You had a great free agent class. He improved the team this year, so. Fifty-one forty-nine, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get back to it in January. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, but uh, as far as the defense, Jerry, you know, they gave up two hundred forty-nine yards rushing. Oof. Lamar's just listen. Lamar's playing out of his mind right now. Um, they ran the ball right at us at times, off the edges, destroyed us. Right. Yeah. Uh, design structured runs by Lamar hurt us. Uh, he had so much time to, and, and some of the times where he didn't have a receiver, he, he got the hell out of there. He hurt us there, yeah. you know, 
So they they got they got whipped up really bad. That's it. They got whipped up really really bad. You know, um, and and they got you know obviously a twenty seven thirteen game. You know, so um, I look, Jerry. Um, we'll see now. We move. You know, we'll start moving ahead. They play Dallas Sunday. If they win and the Redskins lose, the Giants win the division. Washington football and, team. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I got over. I actually thought I got over that one, Jerry. I guess I didn't. So, um, you know, uh, and then the Giants look. It's six and ten, and they'll have a home playoff game. And, and whether you like it or not, that's the reality of it, you know. And yeah. but trust me, Jerry, if that scenario plays out Sunday. There's going to be a lot of excited people ready for that first playoff game. Oh, dude, so. I'll be honest with you. The Giants lost, and I was like, uh, you know, I, I laughed that I thought that they would win at, or be competitive after the game was over. I was dialed in to the Eagles and Dallas game, I admit it, and I'm sitting there rooting like an idiot for Dallas. And then I'm seeing the score of the, the Panthers-Washington game, and I'm excited. And, and then Dallas overtakes them, and they blew the Eagles out of the, out of the building – and I'm like, all right, here we go. And I, I'm a buffoon. Like, it, that is what it is. Like, I'm excited already for Sunday knowing that the Giants are a severely flawed team. And, and what worries me, <laughs> Chris, what yeah. worries me is, like, if they happen to make the playoffs, I just don't want them to think, yeah, we're good. Nah, we're, in the, we're heading in the right direction. Because there's a lot of things still wrong. Like, they, not that they're not going to try to upgrade, but there's, there's a, a lot of things that we talked about, like, particularly with offensive coordinator, that they're going to have to make a change and say, look, it, this isn't working. I, I just hope it doesn't give them a false sense of security if they do happen to squeak in somehow. Yeah. That's all. Jerry, I, I don't sense that at all, dude. Okay. I think Judge knows exactly what the hell he has. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think even if they win Sunday and they get in, Jerry, as a 6-10 and 10 team, that's not going to fool Judge. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I, I really believe that, Jerry. It's not like they're going to look at it and go, oh, we made the playoffs. We're doing, you know, it's all about trying to get better and all that. And they haven't gotten better the last few weeks. We know that, you know. Right. Um, I think Judge is the type of guy, Jerry, that even if they get in Sunday, right? Yep. And they say they lose a close playoff game, just for argument's sake, right? Yeah. They play somebody, whoever it might be, and they lose a 27-20 game, cold day in January, and all the whole, the whole deal, right? Mm-hmm. I think if anybody starts feeling good, well, you know, look at that. I think Judge, but yeah, just remember the Raven game. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. He's that type, Judge. Yeah. You know? Um, so he's not fooled by anything. I think that – I don't think you have to worry about that, Jerry. I really don't, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, my my, you know, yesterday it, it was just a range of emotions. Like you just, you almost despondent after a game like that. But then, you know, by seven o'clock, we talk about it all the time. Like in '78, after the miracle of the Meadowlands, you guys swore you'd never go back. And in '79, where were you? Oh, your normal seats at Giant Stadium. Oh, by seven o'clock, I was like, oh, we still got a shot. We're still doing this. Like, you know, I'm an idiot, and I, I get you got sucked in right away. And you know, people ask, what would you rather? Yeah, have? yeah. Uh, Jerry, I'm sure if. if if this was Sherman still as the coach, you'd probably be like, God, I'm done. You know, this year, I'm done. You know, <laughs> probably. I'll see, you I'll see you next September. You know? Probably. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think you and like most other people look at it and go, okay, you know, we're not, we look like crap. We got smoked. All right. We might still win this division and that's exciting. But they, I think most people feel like, okay, we're still, the arrow's still pointing in the right direction because of the coaching staff and judge. Right. And, and, the, and some, and a nucleus of good players. Yeah. And we got some good players, some guys, 
some pretty good ones on the IR. You know, let's right. not forget that. Right. You know. Yep. And and I think you know a lot of people like well well most sense you know a lot of people react you know they 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 get beat up and everybody stinks fire everybody you know that the typical you know New York type fan base and that, that happens <laughs> yeah, right, you know? right, right. And I think a lot of people calm down after a while like all right we all point in the right direction we do like this coach you know and all that so um you know so I think Jerry uh, maybe that's why you were like all right well we still could possibly get in the playoffs Sunday and all that you know yeah. if that was Sherma still coaching you'd probably be like I'm done you know yeah yeah right. Right. I think, uh, you know, I think there's a, a little bit of enthusiasm out there in spite of getting beat up the last few weeks, Jerry. You know what I mean? Right. When and, everybody kind of calms down and says, oh, okay, you know what? The arrow's pointing the right way. We really like this head coach. And if, if we do steal this division and, and get a playoff game, it's a bonus. If not, then, you know, let's see what's up for 2020. And, and guys, I know the questions will come Thursday or Friday on the next podcast. Would you rather be picking third or make the playoffs? Guys, I'd rather make the playoffs. I, I know it's maybe it's short-sighted, but, you know, a good player is going to be there at 10, 11, 12, whatever it ends up being. So I'd rather make the playoffs, man. That's how I feel. So Yeah, you know, even Blake Martinez talked about it with us before. He's like, you know, you, you know, uh, I think somebody even asked him, about, well, you know, how do you feel if you're 6-10 and 10 in the play- 6-10 record? In the playoffs, would you kind of feel like you didn't belong or something like that? I mean, I would never ask a professional athlete that question, but, right. um, you know, that's beside the point. Um, and right. Blake was like, you know, basically like, yeah, you know, listen, everybody's zero zero in, in in January football, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Who says we, we can't knock somebody off in the play? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's right. And you look at it right now at this moment, you say, Chris, come on, get off the crack. They ain't beating nobody after what happened the last few weeks. But, you know. You know, this is why you play them. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they're going to go out and beat uh, Tampa Bay or whatever the hell it might be. I'm just saying that I'm just telling you what Blake said. You know, and he's like, you know, getting the playoffs and who knows what could happen. I mean, if I look to your point, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I feel if I, they win this division, they're on the uptick. They're on the upswing. Who the hell wants to play that offense right now? Their defense stinks. But, you know, one thing we've learned in this ridiculous year that's been that's almost over, thank God, is like it changes week to week. Anything's possible. And the Giants all of a sudden can turn into the team that won four in a row. Now, I know they were playing some inferior opponents, but guys, they still beat Seattle. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that, dude. Um, I had a question for you. If they go 6-10 and 10 and win the division, or say Dallas wins the division at 6-10, and 10, would the NFL ever change the rule? You know what, Jerry? That's happened. Well, for, well, if Dallas beats us and they win the division, that'll be seven. That makes it the blow a little bit easier, right? <laughs> or yeah, that's right. Win, You're right. That's right. It'll well, be seven and nine. So that kind of eases the blow because there's been some teams in there seven and nine. You know? Yeah, the Giants but, only win it if they're all six and ten. Yeah, that's right. But if they're six and ten, I, I I know that that will be that question will pop up again. Hey, yeah. why is a six and ten team getting a home playoff game against a eleven and five team? You know? Right. right. Jerry, this case has been presented to the NFL before, and they're pretty adamant, Jerry, about, hey, you have to um, award a division winner. Yeah, that's fine. I just wondered what you thought. Yeah. No, well, look, Jerry, it's going to be a controversy again. You know you know that, dude. It's going to be brought up again by a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Why is that? We got to reseed and all that crap, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, when it came up with Seattle and it came up a few years after that, um, you know, they, you know, oh, I think it was Carolina or something. Carolina, like too. Seven, seven eight, one. They won a division. Yeah, right. And I think they won a playoff game, too, if I remember yes, right. Yes, they both did. That's the, that's the ironic part of that. Yep. 
okay, so and the NFL believes in uh, you know rewarding a division winner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think you'll see anything change, Jerry. No, I don't. You okay. know. Um, yeah. Because they just by the you know they kind of never really left the door open with the past scenarios, you know. Right, right. Oh, we'll revisit it if it ever happens again. You know those those answers that never came up. It was always like no, you know we, you want to you know you want to reward the division winner, you know. So I'm I just afraid they'll see ten losses and go, all right, we got to revisit this rule. That's all. Well, look, Jerry. Hey, I'm not on Park Avenue, dude. <laughs> so if that ever happened. Yeah. Maybe Goodell starts throwing it out there to the committee and saying, "Yo, you want to look at this again?" Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not there, Jerry. I can't give a definite answer, you know. But right. I just going by their actions in the past, you know. Right. Uh, one more thing um, before we go. Special teams looked a little better yesterday, I guess. Um, Gano, congratulations to Gano for tying Josh Brown's record of 29 straight. Hopefully, he breaks it this week. Um, it hits it's his 30th. Um, Second, but um, last second one, Jared, to win the game. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but what was I gonna say? The special teams, uh, Dixon again, blasting them down the center of the field. Like, I don't want to pick on Riley Dixon because he's been good for us, but like, I, we had a, he gave up what a nineteen yard. They gave up a nineteen yard return, a seventeen yard return on two punts. Yeah, they don't want him kicking it down the middle of the field. And that's that's a result of that, right? Kicking it down the center yeah, of the field. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, nobody wants a punt kicked directly down or near the middle of the field. Right. Especially when you have a DeVernier back there who could run like a, you know, like a 4-3-40. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. And he got around, he almost got around that end. Dixon forced him out there. You know, that was close. You yeah, know? I think Dixon has like seven or nine tackles this year. Yeah, I don't think that's a good sign. No, right? it's not good. <laughs> um, well, look, yeah. his directional kicker, uh, kicking, punting has not been good the last month no yeah. question about it and mcgay he's the first one to say it yeah you know and, and trust me folks it ain't the uh, you know we're on mcgay every week it's not the coaches saying oh yeah let's let's do this down the middle crap no you don't know <laughs> right you know right. so one more thing um sorry i keep saying that but it's it's really one more thing big blue vcr keeps putting out um he put up a lot of stuff today about the 81 dallas giants game were you at that game oh yes sir yeah what sure. the, what was that like it was insane. Dude. Had to be. It said the crowd sounds. It was insane. Yeah. It, it reminded me, Jerry. It was the first. It was like the intro, although it was very loud. To the nothing was louder to me, Jerry, than that '86 Redskin game. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because obviously they were going. They you know they won the, the conference championship and they went yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but that because that was like years of frustration, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, you know that was and that's why I pay tribute. You know, to Ray Perkins in that column a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because it was like years of so many people sitting in the stands saying, we're never going to see this. You know what I mean? And even in that game, I didn't realize Danilo missed three field goals. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I knew he yeah. missed the one in overtime where he hit the upright, but I didn't know he missed yeah. two before that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. went through, you must have gone through all that. In one game. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. And then when he missed it in overtime, we were like, well, we're done. You oh know? Oh, my God. You know, and. and Jerry, I have never heard when Joel Danello missed those field goals <laughs> in regular. Forget about the overtime, Jerry. When he missed them in uh, in, in um, oh, Reg- regulation, yeah, uh, regulation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I am really getting old. When he missed those, <laughs> when, he, when he missed those in regulation, yeah. Jerry, I have never heard such vulgar names come out of people's <laughs> mouths about his nose. If you remember, Danello had that big huge, hook nose. huge. It's the first thing you saw on his face. I've heard. I never heard so much. 
yeah. vulgarity come out of people's mouths. Mind you, I was one of them. You yeah, know, sure. Talk about it, talking about his nose and how people want to run him over with a truck, and they should, you know, and, and I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. You know, and, and they and, they were, dude, they were chip shots. He missed. Yeah, Jerry, they were chip shots, literally. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. He, I, big believe you see, I put the, the the yards. I think one was like 28 or 22. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The people were, Jerry. People were going ballistic. You yeah. hear me? Yeah. If, I, I don't know how nobody charged the st- field. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's that's the anger that was in the crowd over Joe Danello. Yeah, I was I was watching those highlights and I'm going, man, Chris was there. That had to be insane. It that, was insane. Yeah. Even even when they won the game, it was like he ain't gonna win it. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I can imagine. It, it was insane, Jerry. But. You want to talk about a range of emotions, dude. Yeah, had to be nuts. Missing North field goals, hitting uprights. It was, like, incredible. Yeah, and then, then they showed Tom Mullity's touchdown. Like, there's no way that was a catch. Oh, oh well. No replay. Sorry. Yeah, no replay back then. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Sorry, yep. Dallas. So, that was a wild. Look, the crowd was insane that yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I just said, Jerry, it went from, like, sounding like an airport to all of a sudden it was quiet when that – that Allo missed those field goals, you yeah, know? Yeah, Jerry, I remember people saying, seriously, dude, that if they lost that game, yeah, they, they better get a police escort for Danello to get out of the stadium. Yeah, I'm I sure. remember. I'm sure. It was, Jerry, I'm telling you, dude, there would have been hundreds of people waiting outside that tunnel to try to get to him. I wanted to kill Lawrence Tynes, no disrespect to Mr. Tynes, <laughs> for those two he missed in Green Bay. And that was like minus 27 or whatever. So I kind of get it, right? And, it, you know... Oh. But that was these were these were chip shots, and then he hit the upright, and I I can't imagine I probably would have had I wouldn't have made it to the end of the game. I would have had a heart attack. Jerry, I was let's see, eighty one. I was um, fifteen years old, and the, the forget about what was coming out of my mouth at fifteen. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, nice. But you gotta remember some Jerry. In my old section, <clears throat> um, I sat with a lot of old timers. Yeah. I remember specifically in old section 306, you know, Jerry, I yeah. sat with a lot of guys that went through uh, the beginning of the wilderness years, yep. you know, yep. the end of the sixties. Yep. And, and now to get this, this close yeah. and, and have a field goal kicker. Jerry, I never forget when Danello missed that first one, right? Yeah. yeah. He's walking off the field. He, he unsnaps his chin strap. Yeah. Right. And he, and he's walking off and Ray Perkins, dude, he gave him a death stare. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. If Ray Perkins would have killed him, it could have killed him. He probably would have killed him. And now Ray Perkins is one tough dude. He's a Southern guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. old nonsense guy. Yep. You know. Yep. And, and and he didn't take no crap. And, and it was bad enough. Perkins didn't think very highly of kickers in the first place. Right. I remember that. It's like he had a lot of like Parcells had a lot of Perkins. And you remember Parcells? He basically said, "What the hell are these guys even doing out here?" Remember? Right. Remember? Right. Right. The only one he really liked was Matt Barr because Matt Barr would put his helmet in his Yeah, Matt Barr was a tough guy. That's right. So Parcells always used to say, well, Barr's like a football player. Remember he used to say that? Yep. Well, Perkins didn't have much value for kickers. He basically thought they were useless too. You yeah, know? yeah. And Jerry, when Danello missed that chip, I'm telling you, we were all standing. And I specifically remember Perkins walking out from the silent and look at him like he wanted to kill him, dude. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, so big blue VCR, man. Let me tell you something, man. Is he is he our age? Is he my age? What's the story with big blue VCR? Do we, do we know? It, how old I think he's he? around my age. Oh, so he's a little bit younger than me. Okay, I think. Okay, well, big blue VCR. When you listen to this, throw us a, throw us a tweet 
you know, let us know exactly how old you are, man. Because, uh, uh, because I tell you what, my man, you bring back a lot of memories. And Jerry just brought one up too by asking me about that. Yeah, that dude uh, is doing God's work on Twitter, especially yeah. especially in this time when the, you know three game losing streak. He only puts up the funny thing is that he only puts up good memories. Once in a while, he'll put up a bad one, but never a, where they lose a game. He'll just put up good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm glad he doesn't find the old Roger Starback film. When, when, well, it's funny. Even in the 81 game, he goes, well, after a Michael Downs interception or fumble recovery, he doesn't, like, put it out there. He doesn't show the play. He just talks about it. Here's what happened with Scott Bruder. Like, he, that's pretty good stuff. So, And I'll never forget, just this one quick thing, Jerry. I know we're running out of time. Here. Just this one quick thing. I'll never forget in the 70s, we were actually beating the Cowboys one game. Two-minute warning. Yeah. I think we were up by four. Yeah. And, and, and stop. they kick off – the Cowboys started in the 20. I was a young kid. I had to be about 10 years old. And I remember looking at my father going, we're going to win this one, Dad. We're going to beat them this time. And my father goes, nah, Starbucks got the ball. We're going to lose. <laughs> he knew. And Jerry, I mean, like it was scripted, dude. Right down the field. It's touchdown. So yeah, the, yeah. The, the old guys, man, they just know. They, they just, you know. I'm sure your father was right there watching or at the game saying yeah. the same thing. Now, nah, Starbucks got the ball. We're done. Yeah, you know? right, right. Better with age. And I remember when, when they would go into shotgun and it was like third and 30, my dad would go, oh, we're done. Like, he just like the, the Dallas shotgun was like, oh, that's it. They're, they're going to get the first down here. Like, it just, and they, the older guys, man, they know. They just know more. It is what it is. So it's, it's all that experience watching this team play. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, but, Jerry, you know, I guess getting back, quick summary, you know, we just got whipped up really bad yesterday. Yep. And, um, we'll, you know, we'll go Sunday. And uh, no matter what's going on as far as Jan- uh, as far as record-wise, they're getting smoked the last few weeks and all that, it is something. January 3rd, just to look forward to. It's going to be an interesting Sunday, no matter how you feel about the team or the records, right? It's going to be an interesting Sunday. And no matter how you feel about the Philadelphia Eagles, like Joey Z pointed out to me, I think it was Joey Z saying, are you okay rooting for the Eagles? It's like, well, if they win, we're in. So do I care. So, Well, if they win, the, the, the Giants beat Dallas Sunday. Obviously, everybody's going to be a Jalen Hurts and, and Doug Peterson fan, right? So. Unbelievable. Not good stuff, buddy. Anything else? No, that's it. I, mean, I guess we'll talk Thursday or Friday, and yep. uh, we'll go over the Dallas game, and we'll you know see. We'll talk about what could happen Sunday and what we need to do and all that. You know. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll do uh, our picks, our final picks, and do Twitter questions. Yeah, and that Red Rifle's looking pretty good re- lately, huh, Jerry? Yes, yeah, he is. Oh. Unfortunately, that's a, that's what we said at the start of the season. We were worried about that. So just. You know, let's just keep in mind, too, the Eagles' secondary is a total and complete it's mess. It's horrific. So. Horrific. And that's with Slay. It's horrific. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right, guys. We'll probably come back Thursday or Friday, and we'll do our second podcast of the week before the big game. And remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.